You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest cheese spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social means. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality TV tea, Go and give me a follow, or go and give our show a follow at No Filter with Zach, or you can join our private Facebook group by clicking on that link in the description below. I'm always spilling the tea up in there. Get ready, because this is probably one of the juiciest episodes I've had in a minute, and there was like a lot of tea that we're going to spill. So tea on Erica Jane's divorce to Tom Girardi, um, tea on Gleb with Dancing with the Stars because people are linking them together, tea on um, an affair that Erica allegedly was having outside of Gleb. We have... um, some new insider tea from last season's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with Denise fucking Richards and uh, the accusation that Brandy slept with the other women. I now know who the other woman is in the group. Uh, let's see, what else? We have a little bit of uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey tea with Jackie or just a little more inside details into like her fallout with Teresa, Vanderpump Rules, Kristen Doty is clapping back at Andy Cohen, and then Aubrey O'Day also spilled some really good tea on the Trump family. Um, so it, I'm a it's good. It's good. I'm just going to say that. This is a good episode. So why don't we just dive into it, right? Okay, let's see. Let's start with, I guess since this is the hot topic on everybody's mind right now, Erica Jane and her divorce to Tom Girardi. So apparently they had a very unconventional marriage. Um, and by unconventional, I, you know, in the, the the digging that I did do unconventional really just meaning they led separate lives which I kind of understand I think like I said last week I think she was you know a partner to Tom I think she really loved and adored him in the marriage early on I think he did a lot for her and her son I think she's very grateful for the life that he was able to afford her but her life now has changed so much that she doesn't need Tom the way that she needed him before financially or emotionally and I think you can kind of see that he wasn't really there for her emotionally the fact that he didn't show up to see her in Chicago um which is a huge milestone for her I like your husband should be there opening night he shouldn't be there just closing night like opening night and maybe a couple of other shows like any chance any time you get a chance to go like bring some of your friends make it a a thing with you know some of your colleagues like I just to me, if my husband didn't show up to something that was so important to me, which we saw in the show, how emotional she got over this milestone that she reached, that to me was a little, you know, I can understand where there was a division in their relationship. Apparently, they travel separately. They really just lived separate lives. And their marriage had been over for kind of a minute. So I don't think this came as much of a shock to Tom. I think he was probably just feeling lucky that he kept her around. I know for me, I thought that she was really, after 20 years... I thought she was just going to stick it out and be like, all right, let's write it till the end. We now know she doesn't have a prenup. So I don't know if she's really going to take his money. I think he gave her so much and she seems like a humble enough person that she wouldn't ask for much. Um, And she doesn't need much from him. You know, she makes her own money. She has her own opportunities. I mean, she may be thinking forward and being like, maybe I need some cash in case this housewife gig does come to an end at some point, which it will. But I can understand how... I'm not, after letting it kind of digest, I'm not shocked by this at all. I think she was just in such a different place. Now, there were some rumors that she... 
So we saw Gleb, who is one of the dancers, one of the pro dancers on Dancing with the Stars, who was Erica's partner a couple years ago, a couple seasons ago. We saw that his wife has come out and accused him of having an affair with Chriselle, who is on the Netflix reality show. Shit, what's the name of it? I completely forgot. But she was the one that was married to Justin Hartley, who was on This Is Us. And that was a whole scandal because apparently he cheated on her. And she was like, ah. Oh. And it was like on the last on the most recent season, we saw their marriage kind of fall apart. Um, so apparent so she was on the most recent season of Dancing with the Stars with Gleb. And apparently they there are accusations that they were having a bit of a, a bit of an affair. And then there was a photo that was circulating on social media of Erica hugging Gleb and everyone was like, oh, were they having a thing? Because his wife said that he had multiple affairs and he had cheated on her several times. Well, there was another source that came out and said that he apparently had it. What so we? I, I can confirm that he did not have an affair with Erica Jane. They did not hook up together. But apparently, there were two other, according to Demois. I think that's how you say it. It's not Demois. I think it's Demois. The Instagram account Demois. Somebody spilled a little tea saying that it wasn't Erica Jane, but there were two other women that he did have an affair with that were his partners on the show. And so I pulled up all of his apart, all of his partners, and we'll go through them in a minute. But so apparently he has an apartment that's close to the studio where they would rehearse for Dancing with the Stars and he would kind of stay there because it was closer than where they live. So it was away from his family and that was kind of like his hookup pad. And so she, the wife, ended up coming to the apartment one day and catching him and it was like a whole drama because she caught him actually sleeping with somebody. It hasn't been confirmed that it was Chriselle. I don't know if I believe that he actually did hook up with Chriselle, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. I'd actually think they would make a, a, you know, a nice couple. I don't like that he cheated on his wife and that he has kids and like, you know, that's gross. But like, so, okay, so let's go through his partners and then we'll get into the Erica Jane piece of it because I know, you know, we're, we're focusing on Erica Jane, but I want to quickly go through some of all of his previous partners. So first up, he had Lisa Vanderpump, who was married, Jana Kramer, who was married, Erica, who was a country star, Erica Jane, who was married, Sasha Peterson from Pretty Little Liars, who was married. There was an athlete. Um, oh, God, I'm probably going to botch this name. Ariki? Ariki? Agun Bawali? I'm not into sports. I'm sorry. I'm botching her name. But she was on the show. She apparently finished in seventh. She was single. There was Nikki Glazer, single, uh, who's a comedian. Um, she was very, she's uh, known for like the, the the Comedy Central roasts. And she has, I think, a radio show at Sirius XM. So there's Lauren Elena, who was a former winner of, or no, she wasn't a winner. She was a finalist for American Idol years and years ago, back when I actually still watched the fucking show. I remember Lauren Elena, who's now just a country star. She's single. And then there was Chriselle, who was his most recent partner. So according to the source, there were two people that he hooked up with. One of them was married and in a train, they called it a train wreck marriage. Let me see if I can pull up the screenshot. Um, so I can actually. Okay, so one of them was already in a fucked up marriage that continues to be messed up to this day. And the other one was a screwed up socialite who everyone knows, but probably forgot was ever on the show. Okay, so now of the people that are married, we have Lisa Vanderpump, Erica Jane, Jana Kramer, and uh, no, and, and Sasha Peterson. So the, it has to be one of the four. We know it's not Erica Jane. 
Um, so it, it, we know it probably wasn't Lisa Vanderpump. So the only other two options are Jana Kramer and Sasha Peardesay. I don't think Sasha Peardesay has what we know to be a fucked up marriage. Um, her marriage is relatively new. I think she just got married in like 2018. Jana Kramer is the only other one that was married at the time that she was filming Dancing with the Stars and was partnered with Gleb. So I'm assuming that they're referring to Jana Kramer as the person that Gleb had an affair with. I don't know much about Jana Kramer's, um, I don't know much about Jana Kramer, period, nor do I know much about her marriage. But I mean, if anybody has any insight, please build that tea. Now, the other person is single and apparently a socialite that uh, who everyone knows but probably forgot was ever on the show. So now this brings us to, I don't think it was Araiki, 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 I don't know, the athlete girl. I don't, a woman. I don't think it was her. So the only other options are Nikki Glaser, Lauren Elena, and Chriselle. I don't think this person was referring to Chriselle. Oh, unless Chriselle is the one that was married and was in a fucked up relationship that everyone knows was in a fucked up relationship and is still fucked up to this day, but it's not fucked up anymore because they're donezos. So I don't think it was Chriselle. I think Chriselle and Erica Jane can be wiped off of this table. So the only other two quote unquote socialites that it could have been because it didn't say the source didn't say that it was um, another Dancing with the Stars contestant. They said that these were actual partners of Gleb. So it has to be of the people on this list. So it's either Nikki Glaser or Lauren Elena. I could see Nikki Glaser going for it. And I would be all for it if Nikki Glaser wanted to hit that. Lauren Elena, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lauren Elena either. I think they both could fit. I don't know if I would call either of them socialites, though. I mean, Nikki's a comedian. She's been around for a minute. And then Lauren Elena is a country star from American Idol. It could be one of the two. But so basically it's either so he likely hooked up with Jana Kramer and Nikki Glaser or Lauren Elena. So those are the three people that he probably had an affair with. Definitely didn't happen with Erica Jane, possibly with Chriselle. So, I mean, that's quite a lot of people that he's been, you know, putting himself into. Like, I'm surprised he didn't pop up with any other babies. But apparently they're all rolling into his little apartment uh, down in in L.A., taking breaks from Dancing with the Stars. Be, I, it was probably like, a, you know, he's like, you know, I, I can I can help you do some additional stretches after after rehearsal. And then, you know, Lauren Elaine is like, okay, yeah, help me do some additional stretches. And then he's like, okay, let me show you the downward dog. And she's like, oh, really? I like the happy baby. Okay, so let's get into Erica Jane. Now that we know that it's, we've narrowed it down. Hopefully somebody can help me dig up some more some more dirt and we can kind of narrow the scope a bit. But apparently he's been doing this for a while. His uh, wife, who's soon to be his ex-wife, says that this is something he's he's been doing for a minute. Okay, now Erica Jane is not sleeping with Gleb, but we have a new source that claims that she was actually, she had a little fling-a-ding-ding with Mr. Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun is Justin Bieber's manager who was recently in a big feud with Taylor Swift over her music, and Taylor Swift gets gets tied into all of this in a minute, so stay tuned. Um, So apparently... Scooter and Erica met a little while back and they allegedly met at some sex club here in Los Angeles, which I know sounds like a made up story. Like Erica Jane and Scooter Braun walk into a sex club in L.A. And everyone's like, but Scooter Braun's like, you know, he loves Jesus. And Erica Jane, you know, loves to say the word, the C-U-N-T word. I don't know if YouTube or iTunes might block me for saying that. But um, so... uh, 
they apparently met at a sex club, and I get it. It sounds like a made-up story, but if you dig a little deeper, one, a couple of sources have come out and kind of confirmed this, that Scooter Braun does step out of his marriage, or, yeah, that has, like, a a no-commitment, you know, no-strings-attached sort of rule where he can kind of, you know, dip out. And so this was, um, this kind of really came to light because Dana Wilkie, who was a, a friend of, on season two of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she shared... Um, she shared a screenshot of some DMs that that really kind of put it out there. People were saying that Dana was the one making these these claims. Dana did not make the claims. She just shared them on Instagram, which kind of then... Um, I don't think Dana really knows Erica Jane or Scooter Braun all that well, but... Dana got the information and then posted it and was like, ooh, this is juicy. This is some tea. So apparently it's known within like their small networker community that Scooter Braun does enjoy the frequent underground LA sex clubs um, and that he does kind of, you know, enjoy to put his little dingling ding into other little lady parts. And so people then went and looked at Taylor Swift's new album and she has a song on her album called Mad Woman where she, it kind of went, I, I just listened to the song back and was reading the lyrics and it does kind of sound like she was calling Scooter Braun out. Like if I would just, if without knowing the Erica Jane tie-in to this piece, if I had just listened to the song, I would have been like, oh yeah, this is totally a Taylor Swift song about Scooter Braun because it was so soon after the whole fallout with the two of them. And she she basically describes like a man that's very power hungry that like tries to dismiss her as crazy and all that does is make her more crazy. And so she's a mad woman. And then she talks about how he um, is like the master of spin and he loves to spin things in the media and which we've seen Scooter Braun try to do and um, turn people against her and again, make her look crazy and he apparently steps out on his wife and his wife knows that he's stepping out but she's a good wife and she's just you know gonna turn the other cheek and be like I don't know don't ask don't tell that's the rule and so apparently the wife knows that he like you know he likes to 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 dip his um dip his schlong in the fondue palette in the fondue pot and apparently Erica Jane is one of the people that he's, you know, bangling danging with, which I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if Eric, I feel like Scooter Braun, really? But then some people were saying, well, yeah, well, he has a lot of connections in the music industry that if she's really looking to pursue that, like, I agree the story is a bit of a stretch, but there are elements of it that I think do kind of would make sense. Would it, should it actually be true? It's not glab, but, uh, because nobody's actually come out and said it's definitely not Scooter, but we have sources that have come out and saying that, no, it wasn't Gleb, and Gleb actually, you know, she wasn't willing to hit it. I personally would probably rather hit, you know, hit it with Gleb than Scooter, but that's just that's just me. I mean, maybe Scooter can hook it up with, with the Beebs. Actually, I don't like the Beebs lately. His hair and everything just isn't a cute vibe. He can stay with Haley Bieber. I'm good. Okay. If that wasn't juicy enough... I finally, so now I have insight into the, so remember in Rome on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, in Rome when the, when Teddy first brought up the allegations of Brandy having an affair with Denise and Denise was like, it's not true. It's not fucking true. I didn't do that. I didn't say that. Well, the next night in Rome is when Denise then came out and she's like, listen up, you guys. I just want you to know that Brandy says that she slept with every woman that she's come in contact with, including people in this group. Now, at first, I think we all kind of assumed that that meant somebody sitting at the table in Rome. I can now confirm that Denise 
was not referring to anybody sitting at that table because then everyone was narrowing it, narrowing it down. And it was like, well, was it Kyle or was it Rena? Because those are the only two that actually know Brandy. And then there was Erica Jane and Teddy who have loosely kind of met Brandy. But I don't think Teddy, Teddy, I don't think would have done it because she exposed Denise's. And Erica Jane, I don't think, I mean, no, I don't think Erica Jane would have hooked up with Brandy because Brandy confirmed that she did not hook up with Erica Jane, but that she would hook up with Erica Jane. And, um... I don't, and we know that it wasn't Kyle, and I don't think it was it was Lisa Rinna. But I can now confirm through sources and a source close to Brandy that it was actually none other than Kim Richards who Denise was referring to. So we know Brandy and Carlton from back from season four. She was the one hit wonder, the Wicca, the witch, um, the Wicca, the witch, and the and the wardrobe. She was the one that she, that Brandy. They had a little thing. They had a little fling. They had a little kissy dissy, you know, because Carlton I think had an open marriage and they liked three ways and all that stuff. So, but apparently Brandy had an affair or not an affair, but she hooked up with Kim Richards and there was apparently a threesome that went down between the three of them. There was a dude that came in and the three of them all kind of had a little rendezvous menage a trois and this actually sounds like it would check out I feel like Kim Richards is a very obvious choice but like I didn't immediately I don't think anybody thought that Kim Richards was the one that Brandy would have hooked up with but it actually kind of makes sense they're really close they're friends they're both very open with their sexuality I think you know I mean, come on. I think it's a little it's a little dicey and a little spicy, but I mean I'm not I'm not against it. I mean, let Kim Richards get some and if Brandy can hook up with these little you know, these twenty four year old boys, that would actually be interesting if that twenty four year old boy that Brandy talked about a few seasons ago in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, if that ended up being the guy that hooked up with with her and Kim. I think that would be, you know, a hot little three way. I'm pretty sure they got someone young that was like, I need an older woman that's experienced. And he was probably, you know, Liddy City. And, you know, Kim Richards was probably just horny and like, all right. And I think this actually makes sense as to why Denise didn't actually say it on camera because Kim wasn't there. Kim wasn't there to defend herself. Like it, it just would have looked really bad had she actually exposed Kim on the show as the person that Brandy slept with. But I think it's just, I think it's kind of juicy. Do you think that do you think that Kim and Brandy actually I I believe this and the sources that shared this information with me I actually I I believe that this actually happened. But and it also I mean it makes sense why Denise wouldn't bring it up on the show. That's just me. Okay, there's now a little more tea, um, some insight into Real Housewives of New Jersey about um what do you call it? Uh what's her name? Jackie. Jackie. So apparently, we know that Jackie and Teresa got into, um, they got into a little bit of a fight about, um, so, uh, let's see. They got into a fight because Teresa brought up that Jackie's husband had been cheating on her. And so at first I thought that they that Teresa had brought it up in front of Jackie. But we now I now know that Teresa brought up the rumors on camera without Jackie there and without Jackie knowing about it. And Jackie didn't know about it until a couple of days later, which ended up leading to this big fight. And apparently they have a big, you know, shebang throughout the season. And that's why Jackie skipped a lot of the trips and skipped a lot of filming, which, like I said last 
Castaway could lead to her potential firing into the next season because when Housewives kind of pull that card, we kind of lose interest in them in productions, kind of like if you're not going to play the game, we're going to cut you. And apparently um, Jennifer and Dolores have a few shebangs towards the end of the season and Dolores has a lot of gossip and tea that she spills and stirs a lot of the drama in the second half of the season. It looks like they all kind of made up because they were all at the um, at Margaret's Halloween party. So it looks like at this point they probably, you know, had some sort of resolution. They all took a group photo together. So I'm assuming there wasn't some big shebang blowout because we also didn't hear about a big shebang blowout. So it probably seems like we're going to have a, a tamer. I mean, I hope somebody else, I hope someone's husband gets pushed in the pool, but it seems like we're going to have a tamer finale, finale, but there's definitely going to be a lot of drama for New Jersey, which I think will probably come back in like February of next year. So, yeah, get ready. Vanderpump Rules. So Andy Cohen did an interview recently where he talked about the return of Vanderpump Rules and how he's excited for the return of Vanderpump Rules and how he actually thinks that this new season is going to be more real now that Stassi and Kristen aren't on the show anymore. Kristen Doty did not like some of the things that he had to say. And I actually think I might be in, you know, I might be team Kristen on this because I didn't really like any of the stuff that Andy said. Like, it's one thing to be like, they're in a new phase of their life. A lot of them are, you know, expecting they're reaching new milestones and it'll be interesting to continue to follow their journey, you know, into this new, new direction. They're all still friends. So, you know, that the core relationships will stay intact, but that's not what he said. What he said was um, that this, that the show returning creates and it opens up an opportunity to uh, to cover stuff that's actually happening and that it's good and that it can be a lot more real because Stassi and Kristen didn't actually work for Sir and now we can focus on the storylines of the, the friends that do actually work at Sir. Which I was kind of like, what? But like, don't like none of them work at Sir. And we all know that anytime we try to force this storyline of them working at Sir, that like Ariana needs to go and work for, you know, needs to go mix some cocktails in order to cure her depression. Or, you know, Jax needs to take up a couple of extra shifts, him and Brittany, so that they can pay for their new house. Like, as if Sir is going to pay for their new Valley Village home. Like, okay. None of us bought into that. So the fact that Andy Cohen is saying that, oh, well, you know, Stassi and Kristen never worked at Sir anyway, and the show's around work at Sir. I don't think the show was ever really around working at Sir. I think the show started with them all working at Sir, but really the show centered around this group of friends that all happened to work together. I think Sir was just a side character, was, you know, a housewife that could have lost her diamond many, many seasons ago. So Kristen clapped back and saying that, you know, no, they're not going to actually tell more real authentic stories because they're friends because Kristen and Stassi are still friends with many of the Vanderpump Rules current cast members. Their friends aren't going to speak on their beha- their behalf. And she cl- and she reminded everybody that almost nobody works at Sir. She posted this on her Instagram story. And like, like I said, I agree. Like, I thought it was a little shady of Andy to be like, you know making it seem like the show's going to be so much better without Stassi and Kristen. I think the show's going to be different. I don't know if I would say it's necessarily better. I think it's just, it's going to be a new show. They're probably going to bring in a couple of new faces. We know they're looking to bring in some diversity, but this is where I'm kind of like, hmm, because... Especially if they, because we haven't really heard much about any new diversity um, castings that they're look or people of color that they're looking to integrate into the show. We've heard a couple of rumors over the summer, but nothing's been confirmed, and I haven't heard anything new as of lately. Um, 
But I, the other thing is there's all, you know, a lot of people were petitioning against Jax being on the show and a lot of people didn't like that Lala was still on the show. And yet we know that they're probably going to continue being on the show. So this whole thing about Bravo, you know, firing Stassi and Kristen and, you know, holding their cast members to a higher standard. I just, I don't know. I think it is a little contradictory and hypocritical. You know, I know Kelly Dodd was a hot topic on Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, the reason I feel differently about the Kelly Dodd situation is they had already, they, Kelly Dodd had already signed her contract to be a housewife and they had already filmed a big chunk of the season with Kelly Dodd. So it was, it was really just about just airing that footage and whether they were going to edit her out or not. Vanderpump Rules has yet to officially be picked up again, has yet to officially have a production date. And so they have yet to actually fire Jax or Lala. Not saying that I agree with them letting Jax or Lala go, but like at this point, what what did they like? They have an opportunity to actually prove that they're willing to change. I don't know. Bravo. I'm watching you. Okay, last bit of um, some quick tea to close out the show. So Aubrey O'Day, who you will remember, she used to be part of Danity Kane. And she, hold on, I'm just trying to pull up her tweet. She used to be part of Danity Kane. And and I think she was on Making the Band, which was Diddy's show. And then they went off and they, you know, had a few hits. And then she ended up doing Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump. And then from there, she did a string of other reality shows. She dated Polly D for a while. And then there were those photos that came out of her very recently that, like, don't look anything like her anymore. And then she was like, those are fake photos. That's not me. And then they're like, wait, girl, we have other photos of you that proves that this was you on a different day. Because, like, this is, you know, you now and you're Photoshopping all of your stuff on Instagram and all of that stuff and like no body shamed to Aubrey O'Day I don't think anybody's trying to body or maybe a couple of people are I'm not trying to body shame her because she's clearly you know she's gained some weight and she doesn't look the way I don't I didn't even think I would say doesn't look the way we remember her looking but I think it's she looks very different from how she currently looks on her Instagram account and I think that's the issue that people are taking with her is like you are photoshopping the shit out of your face and your body and there's nothing wrong with being a curvy girl at all but like own it like why are you trying to fool us and you know make us believe that you don't like, just, like, look, if this is, like, own it. Be you. Embrace your curves. And just, you know, we don't need you to to Photoshop your body to look so much slimmer and Photoshop the hell out of your face to look like a completely different person. And she was, you know, a couple years ago, she's like, it's all just makeup. I know good angles and good makeup. And it's like, no, girl. Like, the, the photos that we saw from the paparazzi and the photos we see on your Instagram are drastically different. Drastically different. So let's let's be real here. But anyway, so she tweeted out um, some some. So we know that she made accusations that she was having an affair with Don Jr., Donald Trump's son. And she tweeted this out the other day. She said, since Trump has now lowered this debate to trashing families, just spilled a little tea. She said Don Jr. hates his father. She claims that she has receipts to back all of this up. She said that Don Jr. hates his father, apparently, like, was always complaining about him. Um, and she was, I don't know if she said she was disappointed or she was shocked to see how much, how f- fake he's been now in supporting his father now that, you know, they're, he has become president. And, you know, just seeing the difference in him over these past four years is, you know, jarring for her. 
but she said Don Jr. hates his father. Ivana is Ivanka is a lesbian on the low, and Eric Trump, who's the their other son, the less attractive son, he fucked Miss Universe on the Apprentice boardroom table with uh, while he was with his now wife, which was like whoa. And I think let's see who was Miss Universe. Let's Google this Miss Universe Celebrity Apprentice. I want to know who this actually was oh oh diana mendoza she was on the same um season as aubrey yikesies so she's basically saying that eric had an affair with diana mendoza who was also on celebrity apprentice with aubrey o'day um and lisa lampanelli that whole season that was a good season i actually kind of liked aubrey because she was like you know low-key a great reality star But so, yeah, she made those accusations. She said that she has receipts to back it all up. And I'm just like, girl, show me the receipts. Show me the money. Let's see it because I am here for all of it. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Um, If you want to imbibe this weekend, get some dry farm wines. It's hangover free wine. They don't have any added sugar dyes, uh, low sulfates, low alcohol, and it's good. It tastes good. It's, you know, high quality wine. It's not going to leave you all hurt in the next morning. So go to dryfarmwines.com slash zag, dryfarmwines.com slash zag, Z-A-C-K, to get your hangover free wine from Dry Farm Wines. Thank you guys for listening. Please leave me a five-star review. Please leave me any review, not just a rating, but a review because I want to know what you guys actually think of the show. If you want to join our private Facebook group, then click that link in the description below. I would love to have you join and spill tea and swap theories. Let me know what shows you're really enjoying right now and which shows I should be adding tea for this show. Um, yeah, just let me know how you're enjoying it and whether what other shows you want me to cover, what other tea that you have. I'm happy to spill it and give you guys shout outs, especially if you leave rate, uh, reviews on iTunes. I will give you a shout out. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on the show at No Filter with Zach. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.